2: Hello and welcome to what's the show? Welcome to the Wrestle Talk podcast. <laughs> I am Luke Owen D A D, and I'm joined by Tempest the wrestler. How are you, sir? Very sorry for my bad intro. It's like, I'm not used to doing Wednesdays.
3: Oh, it's it's quite all right. Don't don't you just blame it on the the baby brain? You know you can get away with anything for oh yeah. a year. I, I,
2: but I feel like I use that card a lot. Like for you're me being well lavish. You sure? Like I can use it multiple times
3: yeah i think so <laughs> every once in a while you can just be like well you know i do have like a two month old oh yeah yeah yeah.
2: she turns two months tomorrow in fact oh how how is uh Ooh.
3: how is no, dad, she, like, no, treating that you?
2: that's an act that's an actual lie she turns eight weeks old tomorrow that's not two months mm. until the 23rd um but no it's good we're we're doing very well she is i was talking with ollie about this on the raw podcast so she's going through a leap so it's sort of like uh, she's got a growth spurt, but she's also going through mental leaps. So she's mm. now starting to like understand things about the world, and she's understanding what the difference between night and day is, and she's sort of seeing more shapes, and she's hearing more things, and that can cause massive stress to a person because, like, she's like, "What is all of this?" Um, which means that she is prone to crying more at like for no reason whatsoever. Like she will just be so happy and so content, and then just burst into tears. Um, because she doesn't really know what's going on, uh, but you know it's it's okay. Like she's she, she's generally she's mostly like when we were looking at it yesterday, one of the things of purple crying, that's what it's called, is it can like crying can last up to five hours, and she has like at the most she has cried for ten minutes, and then she settles herself down. So. Like We have got lucky in that regard. We actually said yesterday, maybe we should just have the one because we've very lucky with this one. Do we want to play with fire and possibly have a second one and get a bad one?
3: Well, <laughs> I mean, it's pretty understandable when you think about it. I mean, how often these days do you have your mind blown by something totally conceptual about the universe like that? Well, exactly. I'd be pretty stressed out if I learned what night and day was. I'd start crying too.
2: Well, speaking of you being stressed out, And an idea uh, over the weekend. Mm. Because I was, I tuned in for a brief moment of your Saturday podcast that you were doing with Pete reviewing Rampage and SmackDown. Because I very much enjoy you reviewing Rampage and SmackDown. And I listened to the full version of it on my way into the office to watch full gear, which was a much better show um, than both Raw and Rampage. Mm -hmm. Uh, But there was something that you said on the Rampage show I was on the Smackdown show when I was in the chat and I was trying to get your attention and highlight this. And you and Pete just weren't biting at what I was saying. You said, man, I'm so glad I don't have to review Nitro from the year 2000. Because that would drive me insane. So I thought to myself, well, that feels like a Patreon series, doesn't it? <laughs> me, <laughs> me, Tempest, and Pete review
3: 2000s Nitro. Yeah. I mean, if if you're if you're signing us up for that, more content means more Patreons, and that's fine with me. I thought I'll... it
2: might be fun.
3: I think it'll be fun. I think it might be a little bit uh a little bit more difficult for me to find just because uh the Canadian uh WWE oh, network doesn't right. have an on demand section.
2: That's um, right. You don't, do you? Oh, that's yeah.
3: difficult. Yeah, I just have a, a live channel. Um so that might be a little bit tricky, uh, mm. but I think there's still possibly ways around that. Maybe, kind and, of, and- maybe.
2: Do you know when if we had to take alternative means to finding those things, it's not your fault. It's not your fault yeah. that you had to find those alternative means. That's just WWE's fault for not bringing yeah. the network. Like the network's been out for like what six, seven, eight years at this point, and mm-hmm. still in Canada, you've just got the live channel that it was 15 years ago.
3: <laughs> Pretty much. I think it has something to do with my like cable provider, because uh, there's only really two cable providers in Canada it's basically like a two-way monopoly it's bell and it's rogers and rogers i believe has an on-demand channel although it's always been very limited i don't know what it's like these days but there were days where it was like there was like one summer slam on there there were maybe like five wrestlemanias on there so you really had to pick and choose what you were gonna watch but I don't know. For some reason Bell doesn't have one. And I don't know why they just decide to hate Bell. I mean, I hate Bell, but that, that has very little to do with there being a, a WWE on-demand channel or not. We uh actually the news came out yesterday that Peacock is coming to Europe. Oh dear.
2: Could and I think in fact, like sort of the advert like that the image that they were showing for like Peacock is coming to, to Europe is like it had the WWE logo on it, so we may be losing our version of the network as well, which is, I mean, uh, from what I have heard from Friends Stateside, and, you know, friend, we've got lots of Friends Stateside, we've got lots of, uh, you know, there are other wrestling commentators that are also Stateside who have all said the same thing, the Peacock app is no good for watching mm-hmm. wrestling. And that's that could be a real shame because if there's one real massive positive you can say about WWE currently is the network is awesome.
1: The mm-hmm. network
2: is so good; it's so easy to use. Its search functionality isn't like the best, but actually, you no, know I take that back. Like if i if I go into the network now, I'm just going to mm-hmm. load up the network now to to prove a point. And I click search, and I click Raven. It gives me. Wait for it to load. Every pay-per-view match the Raven has had automatically linked to it. So if I click like WrestleMania X7, it will just take me to the Hardcore Triple Threats. Um, it's got various different series that he's a part of. You can just jump to matches on those TV shows. You can jump to moments on those TV shows, like backstage segments and stuff. You can like drill it down by championship matches that he has. Wow. this is like so i could just click on the united states championship and it would give me all of his u.s title matches from wcw that's pretty <laughs> good that's a yeah. pretty good system and apparently yeah. we're not going to get that when it comes to the peacock version
3: yeah i mean we've been hearing horror stories about the peacock stuff all year and every time we've watched a pay-per-view and we just see in the commentaries like all oh, peacocks down
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And-
3: we're all doing our live reactions, and we're like, "Ha you Americans!"
2: Well, yeah, like, it was we had this over the weekend as well. We were doing full gear because I believe Bleacher Report had an absolute mare with their full gear stream,
1: and I've we heard didn't. This,
2: yeah, ha- we didn't have an issue whatsoever because we were using Fight, and Fight's mm-hmm. really good for that sort of thing. Fight of a like their whole business platform is like, "Hey, we're a very good streaming service," mm-hmm. and you know for wrestling and stuff. So we had no issues there either. Like if they took away Fight, like if AEW over and which like and now you have to watch it via bleach report i would be like oh man i really like fight though the fight, the fight app's really good it's not great for casting to the tv because it's still in beta testing but for the most part it's really good
3: mm-hmm. yeah no i agree i use fight over here and if i couldn't i would be very disappointed so <laughs> i'm very much in the same boat you know obviously the wwe network is not what it probably should be. Like I never watch the WWE network over here just because Mm -hmm. it's only a live channel. If you're not watching like a takeover or a pay-per-view, you're just like, Oh, let's see what's on. Oh, it's like, Corey graves podcast or it's 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 wwe uh i don't know what any of their shows are called is their stupid (laughs) little five minute shows that go in between the actual shows you know they might be running an episode of the steve austin podcast which are very good but it's like it's very it's a crapshoot what you're gonna get i did turn it on one point i will say and they were playing like a 1991 1992 wcw pay-per-view and i was like I'll watch this I turned it on and it was like Cactus Jack versus sting and I was like oh hell yeah some old wrestling let me, let's go let's oh, yeah. go if they if they just played like pay-per-views on shuffle on that channel basically I I'd just leave it on it would just be like my white noise
2: trying to find something i wanted to show you so if i feel like i'm distracted for a second
3: aha i found something okay well i'm
2: gonna go into the uh main portion of this show but there was Mm -hmm. that i will be showing you when we get into the outro portion of this show so for now here's us talking about nxt lol wtf what was that poker segment brackets what was the rest of this episode of nxt 2.0 i am luke owen d.a.d and i'm joined by that bitch your Mania champion the longest reigning Mania champion in fact tempest t Wrestlist. how are you tempest
3: as uh might come as a bit of a surprise for everybody i'm actually doing quite well i'm full of positivity uh these days i don't know that that is going to apply to the next hour of programming but
2: (laughs) well hey you know what before we get into that this episode of the podcast is brought to you by beer52.com forward slash rest get yourselves 10 10 10 free craft beers on us they are an incredible service you get them delivered straight to your door they are always delicious you get a little snack in there and a magazine it's a fabulous service all you gotta do is pay for that postage and packaging to your door for uk viewers only we are better than you and we drink it uh so please uh, click the link in the video description down below or the one that's being spammed by our moderators right now beer52.com forward slash Wrestle Talk. We'll talk a little bit more about those after your first round of ultra chats. Tempest, can I shock you? Yeah, I thought this episode was fine. Yeah, like you know, you, you're you're real mad about it. You had a little <laughs> rant about it in the news today. Uh, I will get into the the fan community poll about the thoughts on this show later. I saw people like you know really getting pissy about it on the old Twitter machine, but I know I watched it. And I was like, yeah fun it'd have been better if it was an hour long but yeah yeah I, I i give this as much of a shrug as i have given previous episodes of nxt 2.0 it's just eh,
3: man, it was you know, that, it was what it was yeah yeah you know <laughs> i mean i can i can see that outlook on it for sure You know, I mean, in the grand scheme of things, yes, it can kind of get mixed in with much of the rest. But when I was watching this, like, man, it was just I did not enjoy like a single thing on this show. I'll be honest. And that was what killed me. That's That's, that, that, that killed me. Usually at least there's one match or one segment or something where I was like. Hell yeah, that was cool. We had a great main event last week, even though the finish was dumb. At least we got a really good match out of it. And I was super excited for that. At no point during this show did I enjoy what I was watching. And normally I would say that's that's me being curmudgeonly and negative and all that. But I go into each of these shows wanting to like them, and then I'm just disappointed. And man, this once I sat through the poker segment there was nothing this show could do to redeem itself that yeah. was like an all-time horrible segment it was long it was
2: real long uh, i like josh's comment here which is like how is there seven hours of wwe television a week and it's all exactly the same
3: because the get it. Yeah. crazy and what is it? old bastard like
2: twice in a row oh
3: my god the old yeah. senile fool only likes one style of wrestling and it's a bad style of wrestling
2: so we well, get well, yeah. seven
3: hours of it every week
2: well let's start with that poker segment so yeah. you said in your review, I, I watched the show before I watched your review of it because um, I'm cool and I get an I, I get an early uh, teaser of what Tempest review is because I work here. Mm. I don't have to wait until the video was released. And um, I so I what I watched the show before I saw your notes. My first note of this, they do an extremely long rundown of the rules. This is like TNA, and lo and behold, what did you say in your <laughs> review? God, this is just like TNA. <laughs>
3: it sure was it sure was and i made sure to look this up before the show so that i could be a professional and know what i was talking about the go fish segment from like the june 5th 2014 i think was the date episode of tna impact between gunner and sam shaw dexter loomis and jackson Riker playing go fish on impact what in the who who was in charge of writing Impact at that time? I'm not certain, but I think it very well might have been Bruce Pritchard, which says a lot about all oh, of this. That would
2: be right, actually. Yeah. When did you say it was 20...
3: 2014. Yeah.
2: Yeah, that sounds like a Pritchard year. That sounds like, like a Pritchard era of TNA.
3: Holy smokes! Christ wept. To, Why? To to,
2: can I, to to be the the beacon of positivity here. To be yes. the beacon of positivity here. This got remarkably good heat from the crowd. Considering how they couldn't see the cards, they couldn't see the graphics that we could see on screen, and if they could, that's actually worse, I think, because surely Cameron Grimes could just turn around and just see that his win percentage was really low. But for whatever reason, I think it's because Cameron Grimes is incredibly charismatic. This got pretty decent heat, all things considered
3: well that's certainly a lot more positive than i thought it was i didn't think this had very good heat at all i thought there was a long stretch of of absolute silence while people were just like they're just playing cards in the ring
2: once like what what's what's the other guy's name i don't even know what his name duke Uh,
3: Duke hudson
2: duke i need to call him duke grimes then duke hudson like (laughs) there was a point when when grimes sort of got into his head right and like he Mm. sold it that like he was sort of buying into it i think the crowd knew did they know that the crowd somehow the crowd knew that Cameron Grimes had no good cards and that Duke Duke what's his face was getting worked by all of this? So mm-hmm. they start to get quite wrapped into it. It's like chanting "fold" at him, start chanting all this, all of that and the other. So yeah, my notes for this, considering how bad this segment was, remarkably there
3: was some heat for it, some, and yeah. that to me is the difference. But you know what would have had more heat. A wrestling match. Oh, Tempest! Tempest dropping the swear seven minutes in. Oh my God! I'm you. I'm getting it out of the way early. But I said last week, and I was still, I was fingers crossed, holding out hope on this show that the poker showdown would be just a poker themed street fight. <laughs> I was really hoping. I oh was no, really Tempest. hoping that there of would just it was be... be another temping because it's gonna be another poker game. <laughs> of course, it was because this show sucks. But I was hoping that this show wouldn't suck and I would get some wrestling on my wrestling show. And no, we can't have that. I was hoping was... that there would be tables set up like poker tables, you could have like big poker chips, maybe now, big Tempest. cars. Now, something like Tempest.
2: That now tempest what was the end of this segment
3: yes ultimately he got put through the poker table which is better with with, a wrestling move with a wrestling move but i would have liked to have seen several dozen wrestling moves in a row within the confines of a wrestling match but now we've that set would up a be wrestling my preferred
2: match. way to watch this. But now we've we've set up a wrestling match although weirdly I think we're setting up a hair versus hair match. I don't know how. <laughs> 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 that was the thing that I found most puzzling about this is that this is a po- this is a feud built around poker and luck and bluffing. And at the end of it he grabs some scissors and starts cutting his hair and I'm like are we got to a hair versus hair match? How did we get from point 8 to point six? Here,
3: there's no through line to this. I don't know. And why does he use like, you know what? Screw that man and his hair in particular. <laughs> I don't that was
2: And that was, I was like, huh. Well, a wacky end to that segment, which already was a fairly wacky segment. Yeah, so the, the gimmick of it was if you haven't seen it, they had just a regular poker match. And they explained because poker is not really a game you can easily explain to people like in, a, in 30 seconds, they had to put this graphic up on screen that said, like, here is how poker works. And then they had like in the corner. Like they showed you, like, what their cards were. They had, like, extra camera shots to show you, like, what their hand were. and Like, like and a they, poker show. Like yeah. a poker show. And then in the corner, they had, like, your win chance percentage. And they had, sort of, like, what the flop was and what the river was. And also, sort of like, oh, I don't really play poker. And they had, like, all the sort of graphics up on screen and stuff. So it made it feel like it was a real poker game. And I went into this with the intention of not making any notes. Because I'm just, like, I don't, how going I take notes on this? And then I thought, oh, Bugger, I'm going to have to make notes. Otherwise, I'm not going to remember anything that happened in this segment. <laughs>
3: so,
2: here all are my play notes. Play-by-play
3: from Luke Owen. All the cards <laughs> that got
2: turned over. Uh Here are my notes. Grimes has a win percentage of 3. It then jumps to 18 with the next card. I don't know what to make of this. It's getting remarkably good heat, though. The pot is now $20,000. The final card puts Duke up to th- 100%. Grimes goes all in despite having 0%. Duke falls because Grimes got in his head. Duke finds out he got played. A brawl breaks out. This was certainly a segment. Duke puts him through a table. He starts cutting his hair. That came out of nowhere. There you go. That is all...
3: The, did I miss a bit? Did I, that was pretty much all of it, right? That was pretty much it, yeah. It was just yeah. 150 times longer than you just said. It was like if this was two minutes. minutes... If this was like two minutes... Fine, That would be inoffensive. It would be like one of the skits that they did last week. Whatever. It just kept going. And you know yes. what? I find poker shows to be just about the most boring thing on TV. I don't want to watch poker shows. And I don't want to watch poker shows in the middle of my wrestling show. Yeah, I would say yeah.
2: this was this was not my least favorite thing on the show.
3: Wow. Holy smokes!
2: This yeah. show is rough. Hey, do you know this what? Show is rough, and I t- and I can tell you now. But I mean, I'll I'll drop the spoiler now. It's what they've done to the my boys, the grizzled young veterans, that made me the mm. most sad about this show.
3: What That's have they done? the to my... most offensive thing. Yeah. What have they
2: done to my beautiful boys? What have they done to them? That's the thing that made me more mad.
3: Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow! Did we just write an ad? Yes.
1: Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com/acast and use code acast for twenty percent off your first purchase.
0: Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number smart bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side.
2: So anyway, that was the uh, the, the the poker segment. Uh, let's see what you have to say about it. In the uh, chat, we've only really <laughs> got one message about it thus far from Charles Berg, saying both Duke and Grimes suck at poker. Wagner, sorry, von Wagner has after-school special acting abilities. Brump Brumples got Steinmetz insult thrown at him. That was nice. All in all. The show is just a joke. I'd rather watch 2011 NXT jam that jam. And Nate wow. S said, guys, clearly they're going to have Brutus the Barber beefcake return to back Duke. And then Grimes can get the million dollar man back in his corner and they can have a match. Sure. Sure. Like That's actually not. No, I if, if trips were still running this show, I could see that being the case. But bear in mind that WWE, like Vincent Pritchard and Johnny Laurinaitis have got sort of like a boner for the, the teenage demographic is what they're after at the moment. They ain't mm. bringing back stars from the '80s. Like that's not what their appeal is. You know, they're firing women for being so old at the age of 38. <laughs> get the ground already, grandma. Um, as I say that, uh, actually, I mean I can say that because I'm 36. I'm a man, so I can get away with that. I'm a um, man. I can get away. I'm a man. I can get away with being that age. But women, you gotta be, <laughs> you gotta be younger. Women just get younger already. Uh, so I don't quite see that. As to on Charles Berg's point, though, is this worse? than game show NXT.
3: I've been thinking about it because when I say that, I think that this is possibly the worst episode of NXT that I've ever seen. When I say that I do mean full sail and onward. When I say that, that being no, I mean, yeah, it would have to be that because I'm sure that there were episodes of NXT redemption season five, that just never ended that were probably worse than this. That being said, there were also episodes of that show that were better than this, because I remember that Tyson Kidd and Tatsu actually had like a really interesting and unique little storyline about an action figure at one point where it was just like uh, it's like when uh, Mustafa Ali and Buddy Murphy went out on uh, main event and they were just mm-hmm. or 205 live and they were like, OK, have a no DQ match, but you can't use any weapons. And they're like, all right, how do we make this show good? How do we make the most of this stupid little match where they don't let us do anything and they had like an incredible four-star, four-and-a-half-star match using only the steel steps and it was great. Yeah. I feel like that was very much the same way back then where you had guys that weren't getting put on TV very often like a Yoshitatsu and a Tyson Kid, and they went out there and made the most of their segments. I can find things to enjoy about shows like that. That being said, there were definitely episodes of redemption that were worse than this. But this was pretty uh, goddamn bad.
2: Kevin May said, sorry, Luke, I'm with Tempest on this one. The show was absolutely dire. It didn't make me as angry, just sad that the NXT that I used to watch. Uh, also, am I right that they didn't used to have Kevin Dunn's special of having cameras on springs? I feel like NXT camera work was always like, because, you know, they're training to be WWE cameramen, and so they have to do the Kevin Dunn style.
3: Hmm. Yeah, uh, it wasn't as unbelievably horrible as like raw and smackdown i remember uh like brian and vinnie of course would compare things where they would do like an airplane spin spot tyler Bate would do an airplane spin and you could just kind of watch him spin around and then they would do like the cesaro swing spot on smackdown and they'd cut the camera 37 times in 16 seconds i don't think that it's always been quite this bad but there were a number of moments where i was i was Texting someone watching this and just being like, "Oh my god! Like this show is just main roster through and through."
2: The that main event angle, the camera work, and that I had a blues clue what was going on. I didn't get to make out anyone. I was like, "I, I didn't." Was, yeah, I couldn't figure out who Cora Jade was for a second. No, I had to get to the figure four like write up of the show. To be like, who was in that main event segment? Because I just, I lost track of who everyone was because of the really bad camera work. Yeah. So uh, let's, uh thank you very much for all of your ultra chats. You can join the conversation, resttalk.com forward slash support. Get in your ultra chats. We'll read out all of them above the $5 US mark uh, before the end of the show. Actually, just before we do that, JS Wooten said, time is a flat circle. TNA becomes impact. TNA writers go to work for WWE. NXT becomes 2.0 and is written by TNA writers. NXT 2.0 is TNA because time is a mother flipping flat circle. JTJ, for life. Um, yeah, you you I mean, he's not wrong. Join in the conversation, Rusttalk.com forward slash support. And while you're thinking of links, beer52.com forward slash rest talk, get yourself 10, 10, 10 free craft beers on us. Just gotta pay for that postage. I know a lot of people will be very upset about this, but because I'm currently doing this from my home, there is no sponsor cam today it got over so huge yesterday on the (laughs) raw show people loved sponsor cam i got so many and this is genuine. i i'm not being sarcastic about this either i've got genuinely lovely messages from people saying that sponsor cam was great so sponsor cam will be making a return just not on today's episode So let's talk about this week's NXT, shall we? Kicked off with Tony D'Angelo versus Dexter Loomis. It's um, I mean, it's, it's sort of like Twitter's two favorite things, really, I guess, coming together. Mm. First, uh, shrug of it's a match. It was, it was all right. Uh, Angelo won because he distracted the referee, and then he thumbed Dexter Loomis in the eye and had a swinging neck breaker for the win. And then afterwards... Um, I wrote here: Carmelo Hayes and the other guy uh, attack him after the match, and, and they break Dexter Loomis's hands. And then Johnny Gargano runs down for the save. Uh, we'll talk about the promo segment afterwards. Any thoughts on the match itself?
3: Not really, you know. And that's kind of the thing. Like uh, at least six months ago, I could have hated it because Dexter Loomis was in it. But I feel like Dexter Loomis's in-ring work has been really toned down as of late. You know he doesn't do a lot of the the Dexter Loomis isms anymore. He still does his weird little knuckle walk, and I don't think that that's necessarily a bad thing because I didn't enjoy Dexter Loomis's matches for a long time. But that being said, like this was just a kind of nothing five minute match. Yeah, that's so how it was. Um,
2: yeah, like he he had a painting. Under the side of it that had like um, who put that painting there in the kayfabe world or did Tony D'Angelo just walk past it and not see it oh. but it had a picture of Tony D'Angelo sleeping with the fishes see because he's Adelian bada bing gabagool
3: uh, gabagool forget other. about it
2: forget about it <laughs> uh, afterwards uh, Gargano challenged Carmelo to come back out instead Pete Dunne came out to point out that uh, he beat Carmelo Hayes last week and then, at least we got that at least we got that because i'll be <laughs> honest bron breaker didn't like he just pretended that he didn't lose at halloween havoc we'll get to that segment in a bit that was for me was worse than the poker segment wow. um so and then like caramelo hayes and trick williams start cutting a promo and talking about how like you know they're the new young talent and pete dunge's just highlights was just like we're the same age I just, I'm just i better than you, and I've got 10 years more experience than you have. And I was like, man, this is making this Carmelo Hazel look like an absolute chump of, of all chumps around here. And then he suggests they do a triple threat next week, which you know, they were putting over in commentary, felt like a rookie error. And I guess that's mm-hmm. the story here, is that he has been sort of schooled by two veterans.
3: Yeah, uh, I mean, Trick Williams was kind of losing his mind at the same time, like, hey, bro, what are you doing? Don't put the title on the line, No. Nah. So yeah, I mean, I don't know if he freaking loses this title already. I'm gonna lose my goddamn mind. I I mentioned to to Pete yesterday. Did you know that with the exception of the uh, Isaiah Swerve Scott Santos Escobar match that immediately preceded the Carmelo Hayes title change, the North American Champion has not won a singles match on NXT since January. Wow.
2: Oh dearie me. Yeah. Well oh, that's not good at all. No. No, no wonder this belt doesn't feel like it means much. It's crazy, isn't it? Yeah. I mean... You know kind of like how like the Intercontinental title doesn't feel like important at the yeah. moment. Like I I forget sometimes that Nakamura is the champion. Like I, you know I really forgot about it until they announced on Raw that he's facing Damian Beast this Sunday. And mm-hmm. I'm like, "Oh yeah, that's because he got pinned on Friday." Like apropos of nothing, I got pinned by a tag team guy. Yeah. I could just feel like I don't know why this company just like you know, they're props for these people to hold clearly. It's so much props that the tag team champions, the women's tag team champions, happily handed their belts <laughs> over to someone
3: else so they could borrow them for an hour.
2: What are you, oh, what are you doing? They're God. supposed to be an important part of your act.
3: well, they just left them, they went missing. We never saw them looking around for them. It was just like later in the show, they walked up, and then someone was like, Oh, here you go, and they're like, Oh, yeah. We're missing these.
2: There's nothing like they
3: said we're missing these. They gave them to them. They said, Oh, thanks for letting us borrow these. Borrow
2: them. It's not a pair of earrings, it's not a t shirt. It's meant to be an important. We'll get to that. It's um, trash. Sure Diamond Mine had a promo. Speaking of trash, Joe Gacy walks in. Is he joining their group? I hope not. Why did this happen? <laughs> I don't know. It didn't lead to anything on this show. Uh and LA Drake got a video package cutting a promo on Grayson Waller. He's a. still, Drake, a... you say. Oh, yeah, he's LA Knight, isn't he?
3: You know that uh Eli Knight. Yeah, Eli Drake. Uh, LA yeah. Knight. You're right. Absolutely. Thank you very much. Good <laughs> my
2: notes are bad. LA Drake uh got a video package and cut a promo. He is still a very, very good promo.
3: Yeah, it's cool. I don't much care for his rivalry with Grayson Waller, but no, it's, that's because he's,
2: he's he's in the wrong company now. He's in the wrong brand. To put yeah. this man up on the main roster. He is out of place in, in, in on NXT 2.0. Yeah,
3: he's always kind of been out of place on NXT. You know, it, he's one of the guys that should be fast tracked to the main roster. Put him in NXT for like two months because you gotta. Uh, I guess you know everyone got to go through NXT, but he's a good talker that can talk the way that wwe people want just put him on the main roster i don't know how he didn't get drafted i don't know i would have thought he was a lock
2: to get drafted yeah uh speaking of people that do not belong in nxt 2.0 uh diamond mine took on the team of odyssey jones and jacket time Yeah! yeah jacket time with kushida why are you still here kushida Makes me so sad to see Kishida <laughs> like this. He's in a t- Tempest. He's in a tag team called Jacket Time.
3: He jacket sure
2: Time.
3: He sure ja- is.
2: Ja- like, this whole point of NXT 2.0 is be- like, oh, hey, pal, we haven't got any people that can main event WrestleMania. We're going to main event WrestleMania with f- Jacket Time. <laughs> jacket <laughs> Time.
3: <sighs> <sighs> yeah. Jacket
2: Time. Anyway, cool. whatever. Mm. The Creed brothers look like local jobbers; they would get squashed by Braun Strowman. Um, and yeah, Odyssey Jones pinned Roderick Strong. I still think he's going to win the cruiserweight title at some point.
3: I'm coming around on this idea. Not that I think it's a good idea, but I think that it's going to happen. <laughs> you know, they just cannot help themselves. They need to pin a champion on every show. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Like I don't. Mm. <laughs> don't understand it. I don't well, uh, understand well, this bits, one at all. Bits, how else can you build a title match if you don't pin the champion? I don't know. There's just no other way, it seems. It's not like every other single promotion in the world has figured it out or something. Uh, it's cool. Then, okay, so...
2: <laughs> what have they done to my beautiful boys? The, the Grizzled Young Vets are so good. Their whole gimmick is... We're a serious tag team and you're all bellends. You all like uh, act like dorks and children. It's the whole point of their feud with MSK was just like, stop acting like you're so annoying and bellends and then this and the other. And now they're running a con to trick Zach Gibson's nan into thinking that they are tag team champions so he can be part of her inheritance. And to do this, they stole... Um, Toxic and well, didn't steal, they borrowed Toxic Attractions tag titles. What was this?
3: I haven't got the slightest goddamn clue. Not the slightest clue. I I don't know. It's someone being like, haha, Vince will find this really funny. Let's write this. Despite it absolutely not fitting their character whatsoever. We got like a dumb skit for them last week where they were out trying to, they like stole from a guy. They ordered Postmates or whatever. I don't know what the uh, food delivery services are in the United States, but they they got Uber Eats from, (laughs) from some guy's phone because he thought, I don't know, whatever. But I said last week that this would be like a fine skit for like the 80s or early 90s that I could see like, some goofball heel team doing. It's like, haha, we gotta practice our our thievery, our deception. We gotta practice on regular people so we can be good in matches. That being said, I don't want to see it from the Grizzle Jung veterans. Serious, They're awesome tag team. super worker tag team. They're not the tag
2: team to be doing this kind of skit with. Like, hey, yeah, you know what? It's not funny. So that that's problem number one, but that's not the biggest problem here. The problem, the biggest problem here, problem number B Is it's the wrong tag team to be doing this with. They're not these guys. And I love Zach Gibson. Zach Gibson is genuinely hilarious. He's so, so funny. I have heard him cut some of the best promos, always getting a pop from the crowd because he's got incredible delivery and off the cuff stuff as well. He is a genius with it. This is not what Zach Gibson should be doing. This is not how you use a Zach Gibson. And you should be ashamed of yourselves that you did this. Every single person involved
3: with writing that segment should be ashamed of yourselves. Hell yeah, man. But I will say, I will say, you say that they're not the right tag team for this. You can have stupid dickhead goofball MSK doing a comedy segment and it's still terrible. So I don't think that they should just be writing stupid goofy comedy skits because they're not good at them. Speaking of which, MSK did do a comedy
2: skit. I wrote here. MSK do comedy. It sucks. I hate them so much.
3: Yeah, I've they've totally turned me against. I'm them.
2: so glad that you and Pete now realize that I've been right all this time. I have been telling you for weeks and months that these guys are dickheads. And listen, you. <laughs> but now, oh, now those tables are turning.
3: Hmm. Yeah. And. All I wanted in the world was for them to have a rivalry with the Grizzled Junk Veterans and get like a new a new version of the the revival and DIY where they could just have great matches, you build to a rematch, simple booking between two talented tag teams. And now uh, we got whatever whatever this is. I still don't know what it is. They've just been on like a three-week voyage, it seems. They missed the bus, and then they were making 420 jokes last week. They needed to get on a plane. Now they got on different planes. I don't understand. I don't understand what any of this has to do with, with them losing the tag titles, where they've never said, oh, I'm going to vow revenge. I want those tag titles back. Nah, they don't care. So why do I care?
2: I don't. Do you care about uh, Zion Quinn beating Andre Chase? I like Zion Quinn a little bit. Yeah, he's good. He's a cool-looking guy. Yeah. Um Andre Chase I've, I was it Nowinski who did the whole like I'm from university thing? Like I was, I've been I watching Surviv- so. I was watching Survivor series 2 for Russell Talk extra. And when it came out I was just like, ah, oh, this is basically because Vince McMahon didn't get to do this with Nowinski. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, you know, Zion Quinn won very very quickly. Legado del Fantasma attacked after the match. Um and Electra Lopez sort of stared at him being like you're rubbish. No. No,
3: no one says no to me.
2: And then they walked to the back.
3: Yeah. I thought I, I'm really struggling to find things that I like. I thought he took a very nice little back bump on that uh, just? steel girder thingy. Yeah. yeah. I saw that and I went, Ooh, that looked like it hurt. Yeah, it really did. Sucked to be this, him. Is, this is the level that I'm trying to stoop to to praise things. It's like, oh, he took a good bump. <laughs>
2: so uh Raquel Gonzalez backstage cuts a promo on Dakota Kai and then who's the lead commentator for NXT 2.0 what's his name
3: uh Vic Joseph Vic Joseph I yeah. so I didn't
2: know this until I went onto Twitter later I believe and I might be wrong on this and Twitter might have misled me he is dating Mackenzie Mitchell Hmm. I, I, that, that is what I, I believe that I, I saw on Twitter today, which I'm so glad I found out because when she threw it back to him, he said, and I quote, thanks, babe.
3: And I was like, <laughs> I didn't catch that. <laughs> <laughs> she That's went, tremendous. Thanks. Thanks, babe.
2: Uh, you know, because they're, they're dating in that. <laughs>
3: so I was,
2: when he sounded like it first, I was like, whoa, whoa! This is a workplace, sir! <laughs> then, oh, that's tremendous. I was like, oh, okay. Well, that makes more sense then. Wow. <laughs> the crowd is telling, uh, the is telling me they're also engaged, apparently. But yeah, man, at first I was like, sir, you are at work. <laughs> Um, we then got the poker showdown segment, and then we got Cool Kyle approaching uh. Von Wagner and says, "Hey, I saw you on SmackDown," and Von Wagner was like, "That eh, was nothing. Let's go have a tag match." And I'm like, what? It sure <laughs>
3: was nothing, wasn't <laughs> you
2: mean, it? You mean it was nothing? Yeah, you're right. It was nothing. But what do you mean? <sighs> it was like, you were on SmackDown with adam pierce again with no explanation whatsoever we cut to this show what's the explanation There was nothing should we have a tag match what how is this the follow-up
3: oh my lord like <laughs> they they didn't explain anything on smackdown because i i made the the theory my theory on the smackdown podcast was that he was added in post oh no he oh, i like your other there. theory
2: I like your other theory that only Sami Zayn could see him. Yes. That, yeah, I like that. Because, like, don't, Deanna said, hey, Kyle can see him as well.
3: <laughs> I, I I, don't think Von Wagner actually exists. I think he's an <laughs> apparition that can only be, be seen by by the chosen few. <laughs> if <laughs> by you work Ring Baby of Honor, faces. you yeah. can see him. <laughs> oh, my God. <sighs> They really fail on every level of storytelling. Yeah. Hey, this is a thing. Why is it happening? Ah, oh, it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Literally saying it, like on telly, saying, yeah, it doesn't
2: matter." Did yeah. you care? Nah, yeah, it doesn't matter. So why no. did you care? Um, they, they did have a tag match. Um, where against Brooks Jensen and Josh Briggs, the story of this match is that Kylo Riley's rubbish and Von Wagner's awesome. So you should just cheer for Von
3: Wagner. Well, he's big, you see. Here are my takeaways from this match. One, Von Wagner has rubbish tights. They're just so boring and bland. Two, Brooks Jensen came out with a big old BJ on his chest, (laughs) which is a hell of a choice here. And three, I've been meaning to bring this up for a while. I hate the combination of names of Brooks Jensen and Josh Briggs because I always want to call them Brooks and Jensen. (laughs) It just messes up i don't know because brooks sounds like briggs and i was and brooks doesn't sound like a first name either you know so i'm just like oh yeah you know it was brooks and jensen i was like no that's one person this is like when i first started working uh for wrestle talk and um it was
2: actually just just before i joined uh, i didn't really know much about like wrestling youtube in all honesty like i didn't i didn't watch anything on uh the only i only watched wrestle talk because ollie was a friend of mine so i used to watch Uh him and sort of support the the news videos that he was doing i didn't watch any of the wider stuff i didn't know who an adam blompier was i didn't know what what culture was or anything like this and so i was having this chat me and ollie were in drafts and he was kind of talking me through was like okay well like here's us here are all the other people that are doing wrestling content and he said stephen larson and i was like oh cool who's he Yes, that great man, Stephen Larson. (laughs) And he said, No, no, they're two people,
3: Steve and Larson. I said, Oh, I think you said Stephen Larson. (laughs) That's the, that's, uh... oh, hang on. I can actually do it this week. Hang on. Luke, how much do you know about Yu Gi Oh? (laughs) Where is it? Where is it? 36. I know nothing about Yu Gi Oh. Bam. I activate polymerization to combine Steve and Larson into Steven Larson.
0: <laughs> oh,
2: Lord. Anyway, so they won. Um, and Imperium were watching backstage and cut a promo saying that they won't be able to beat them. Uh, Indy Hartwell and her friend were worried about Dexter Loomis. So Indy's friend said, go and have a look at Dexter and I'll go and wrestle our tag match alone. And we'll get to that in just a second, because first, it's lashing out with Lash Legend.
3: (sighs) Sure was.
2: If you can't make, if you can't produce good backstage segments, like, you know, because the idea of this is to make it look like it's an Oprah Winfrey style talk show.
3: Mm -hmm. In front of 12 people.
2: If you can't make it look like that, why do it? Yeah, you know how I said like when they did the haunted house thing on Halloween Havoc, and I was like, if you can't make a good looking horror movie, then sort of don't make one,
1: mm-hmm. like,
2: and suddenly don't put it on on you know, broadcast TV. Mm-hmm. But it looks like it looks so cheap and low rent, and I don't know if that's the point. It's meant to look cheap and low rent.
3: No, I think that they think this is good. Hmm. And I don't. Yeah, I don't think this is good at all. It,
2: it, this wasn't very good, and like. She cuts a promo on Kylie Ray. Kaylee Ray even, not Kylie Ray. And then um he cuts a promo on Eli Drake, LA night
0: uh-huh.
2: And it was just like and it, it because he cuts to the show, right? And it's just like, you know, welcome to lashing out with Lash Legend. Here's my, you know, I'm going to cut this promo on, on KLR. And then Grayson Waller comes in. He cuts a promo too. Sorry, that's all we've got time for on the show. It's like, okay, so what you're telling me, your broadcast show is a
3: minute and a half long? People bought what? tickets for this minute and a half These exactly,
2: 12 people <laughs> bought tickets for your 90-second <laughs> show? Yeah. How did this get commissioned? I I don't don't know! know. (laughs) Who's (laughs) supplying the funding for this show? (laughs) If anyone's, because someone's just said, uh, Wendy Williams, Luke, don't insult Oprah. I don't know, I've never seen an episode of Oprah, I don't know who Wendy Williams is. I'm not in America. I could have given you a UK reference, I could have said a Jeremy Kyle. And for Mm -hmm. that, because that's my only cultural touchstone that I've got.
3: Wendy Williams on, like, The View or something like that? I don't know. Kind of Scooby-Doo. I don't know who she is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. God. Uh, friggin' Grayson Waller saying, oh, wins and losses don't matter. I was like, go F does... yourself. How dare you? How dare Every you so that? often. Every so often someone actually, you know, and I was just like, oh, like, friggin' Road Dog just has his little grubby fingers in this show somehow or someone like that where they can just put their their wins and losses don't matter agenda out into the world and I was just like ah drives me up the wall do you remember when it's they did that simulated WWE. sport <laughs> Do you remember when they did that
2: WWE network thing of JBL and Road Dog sitting there talking about, man, can't believe those internet nerds were so mad about us beating Daniel Bryan at SummerSlam? It led to WrestleMania 30. I'm like, you did like that's not what happened. And you know that's not what happened. There's been (laughs) <laughs> Brian Downs literally wrote in his book that's not what happened and everyone's reporting at the time that's not what happened. But these guys have the gall to go onto these t- like shows and be like well internet nerds are just wrong about this and we're the right ones. But actually no you're the wrong ones. Just because you savage a character say wins and losses don't matter doesn't automatically mean that because otherwise here's, here's listen up road dog. What's the point of your show then? If wins and losses don't matter why have the wrestling matches?
3: Yeah. 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 I mean, that's it. Why are we watching... The- just make a comedy show if you want to make a goddamn comedy show, Vince. How about um, you give up on wrestling? You don't like wrestling, so just make your stupid little movies that you want to make so far. Put the Marine 17 on TV if that's what you want to make. They are the next Marvel. Um, anyway, per- uh, Persia Parada beat
2: Gabby Stevens and Gina Levy, I think her name was. Um... I This is supposed to be a tag match, but Indy Hartwell is busy. Uh Robert yeah. Stone was watching as she hit a double Samoan drop and a sit out F5 for the win. That's a cool finish. Um yeah.
3: Another yeah, shrub. I uh I did not think this match was very good, like at all, uh if I'm being honest. And Robert Stone, uh they fired all the people that was associated with his act. So he just needs to go and recruit more people, I guess.
2: I'm going to apologize to Mod Mother now to say that what gonna do is healthy for me. Sorry. See, you thought this show was fine. <laughs> the show was fine. It was such a truck of a show. Like, there was really uh, like, but like, there's two things. Like those two things really, really made me angry.
3: Mm-hmm. Because
2: like, it's, yeah, those 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 are my swears for this show. Sorry, everyone. Um <laughs> Kai got interviewed. Toxic Attraction walked up and stood in a row. And then the Grizzled Young Vets handed back their belts. No one seemed bothered by any of this.
3: I would like someone to... Someone on the writing team to just explain what the point of anything is. You know? Like, if you can't explain what the point of something is on a show, don't book it. And that's pretty, like, screenwriting 101. I'm not going to say I'm a screenwriter, but I've taken creative writing classes a lot, and it's like the first thing that they tell you that if you, if you put something on TV, there should be a reason.
2: Oh, kind of like the video package we got for Casey Catanzaro and Kaden Carter, who
3: they oh sure like going to music
2: festivals. <laughs> That's their character now. They like going to music festivals. We like
3: to go and rage out. It's like oh my <laughs> god who wrote this? Who wrote it? <laughs> okay, right. I am an old man. Okay.
2: I'm yeah. I'm 36 years old. Can can people who are younger than me, because I know you're out there in the chat, do does anyone of this, you know, the age they're appealing to say we're going to a music festival to rage out? Is that an actual <laughs> phrase? And I'm weird me and tempest are just too old to understand this. <laughs> Do, hey. do, do the children actually say this oh my god how do you do <laughs> oh fellow god, kids no we don't.
3: <laughs> i thought this was like a psa for don't do drugs at <laughs> festivals or something it had that kind of like hey kids don't drink and drive you can go and have fun at a music festival but make sure that you're responsible I just thought I was wondering if they went to that festival the weekend Uh, where uh, the
2: lead singer of Brass Against pissed on that fan. That was rad. (laughs) You see see that? I did. (laughs) Oh man, it was so metal. It was rad during Rage during their cover of Rage Against Machine. Wake up as well. It was so cool. It was the most metal thing I've seen recently. Um, (laughs) So then we got this segment. Mm -hmm. I thought this segment was a massive fail. So. What Champa cuts about? this promo. There was promo. Steiner maths involved. It's the only good thing on the show. Oh, Dempest, don't let them fool you with this. They're mm-hmm. blinding you with nostalgia.
3: Oh, nostalgia <laughs> from 2007 TNA. Oh, you really got me there, pal. I mean, in all fairness, dude, that was like nearly 15 years ago. Yeah, I know. I know. So, I was a youngin.
2: Champer cuts this promo. Real good promo from Champer because Champa's a great promo. But the whole point of this promo was man the new crop of nxt talent sucks to vetch like me are the only good things about this show and then brim Bruckles comes out and good crikey does bron breaker not feel special anymore like that loss at halloween havoc really really derailed that poor kid because he comes out now and i'm just like why are you here because you've got it's like destroyed by champ. You got absolutely schooled by him. And then he cuts a promo on him like that match never happened. Uh-huh. He's just like, "Hey, I'm the new kid on the block here. This is NXT 2.0. It's all about the new stars. Old guys like you should be stepping aside. I'm going to be the one to win the title." And I was like, "Dude, you lost just 2 weeks ago." And champ then it's Champa who has to, the he, uh, clearly they're heel in this situation who has to point out you lost kids, and then he does the Steiner math stuff to it, even though he's not a Steiner. And then he walks away, leaving Brucker standing there, looking like an absolute tool. What was this segment designed to do? At the end, like what? When they sat down and put this on paper, where they said, "What's our end result here?" Because if your end result was to make Bron Breaker not look like a main event star, mission accomplished. Because that's what this did.
3: Mm-hmm. You remember how we reviewed Halloween Havoc? Sure did. And we were like, we we should have gotten a title change. Bron Breaker should have won the NXT title. I can't believe they didn't do it. And we were roundly chastised. Just like, oh, if, if they had done that, you would have said the is would was terrible. Blah, 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 blah. And I said that there was a way that you could have had that match, get Braun Breaker over as a bigger star, even in defeat, and they didn't do that. And we were roundly chastised. And now here we are, like, three weeks later, and he's a guy. Yeah, just a guy. He's just a guy, you know? And, oh, my God, he was so cool. He was such a big deal. They could have just strapped the rocket to his back and just said, go. I'm sure they'll do that. I'm sure they'll they'll have him win at NXT War Games, but you know what? It's not going to mean as much because yeah, he's already lost.
2: You yeah. missed the boat. I think they missed the boat on this. Now you're yeah you're right. Like you and I got really like houndly chastised for that that episode because we were like, now is the time to do it, and I'll be like, well, he wasn't ready. He's not ready to put the belt. On. I was like, well, cool. Don't put him in that position then, because they that match was like. And if the, the story of that match, you know, I I've, I've since been told like Stephen Larson, Stephen Larson, um, you know, did their review of it. And like they had a very different sort of look on it. Like Steve like Steve was just like dude got absolutely murderized and Larson was like I think the story they're telling is here that he got schooled by the veteran. I wish that was the story. And I kind of think sometimes in some way they do think that was the story. But the fo- if your follow up to that story is I should still be the champion and the veterans stand up being like you're still you lost it makes him look even worse because he came out here looking like he learned nothing from that encounter at Halloween Havoc and if you learned nothing from that match then you are an idiot and you are bad at what you do so I thought this was a complete failure
3: yeah I don't disagree honestly because Braun Breaker comes out the week after his match with Tommaso Ciampa and it's like he, he came out and he cut a, a fairly decent promo saying, hey, I lost, but I'm going re- to recollect myself. I'm going to go on a, a tear and win a bunch of, of matches in a row. And then I, my goal is still to be the NXT champion. I didn't do it this time, but I'm going to push onward. I'm going to get there. And it's been he's had one match since then, and he's back. He's like, no, nah, me again, me again. And it's like, no, that's not how this works but it is because it's a poorly written show.
2: Yeah. I I thought this made him look incredibly bad. And uh, yeah, not not good this was. And then our main event was probably the best in-ring match on the show, I guess. Raquel Gonzalez versus Dakota Kai. Both very good, but it ended in a real bad DQ. Um, I was distracted by someone in the crowd wearing a Ghostbusters Um, (laughs) t-shirt. And then... Uh, in the end, Gonzales got bumped into an exposed turnbuckle and then Toxic Attraction ran out and caused the DQ. And here is where I think I've got my notes correct here. You might be able to correct me on some of this. Cora Jade came out for the save, but is rubbish. Mm-hmm. Then it got it was chaotically shot. Then Zoe Stark came out, but she can't do anything because she's on crutches. So she sent out Io Shirai to go and make the save. EO doesn't even the odds because it's still three on four, but the heels bail. Zoe Starks has disappeared because the heels are now standing on the ramp, and EO Shirai shouts War Games.
3: I yeah, that about covers it.
2: I guess Zoe Stark is part of the War Games team if she's walking by that point.
3: I don't. She like tore her ACL or something, so I don't think she's coming back within the next six months. So by, who's, the,
2: who's the fourth?
3: I haven't got a clue if Zoe Stark is in this match, I will be absolutely shocked. Stunned. Stunned by that, yeah.
2: You know. Um, Okay, so like, talk. what do you think of the match? What do you think of the main event
3: angle? If this match just had a clean finish, I was going to be like, this was a bad episode of NXT, but fine. But they did the DQ. They just couldn't give, like, a normal match with a clean finish. They had to to get their grubby little hands in it and we got to sports entertain and all that. And this is where I was like, nah, this is the worst episode of NXT I've ever seen because you ended it with a goddamn DQ because that's where I felt like this genuinely did feel kind of like WCW or TNA where I hated the show and it was terrible, you know? yeah, The match itself was fine, but I'm not going to remember that because the ending was terrible. And yeah, as far as the main event, like angle and everything went like they're forcing gang warfare again, of course, you know, and that's just what they do because they can't help themselves. You know, every time around this time of year, there's like all people are coming together. There's new faction and now we got to have war games. And let me just say they watched that ladder match a few weeks ago at Halloween Havoc. And went, let's put all these uh, women in a double cage. Oh, it was and, ter- a
2: terrifying um, prospect. A terrifying prospects.
3: I think that's not a good idea at all. I'm like, there, obviously, there are people in this match that are good workers. And hopefully, those people will start the match and then carry the match. But come on. I mean, Cora Jade is 21 and green and having two or three minute matches on NXT every week, you're going to put her in like a 45 minute war games match. I don't think that's a very good idea. I hope I'm wrong. I hope that they all rise to the occasion and they have a great match and everything goes off without a hitch. And I can sit here and review the show and be like, God damn, what a great match. I'm so glad I was wrong. But if I'm a betting man, I don't think that that's going to happen. And I just don't understand. I don't understand how you can book this show this way.
2: Well, that was this episode of NXT. Uh, you gave it one out of five, I believe, in your review, right?
3: Yeah, I mean, if that's the lowest it'll go, I give this minus five stars. This show sucked. This was a bad show. Yeah, two out of five. I think it was fun. <laughs> there was a couple of things in the
2: show that were, like, bad. You know, I, I, I think the one character saying wins and losses don't matter. But that's not me getting angry at the show. That's me getting angry at the writers. Um, I don't like what they are done with the Grizzled Young Vets but everything else on this show was just like at the end of everything I may as well have just like Alan Partridge style just shrugged and been like "Yeah, you know that's what it was so it's like what I thought about Raw this week That's eh, yeah, fine 2 out of 5 but I, I think I am massively out of step with everyone else because oh boy one, 48% of the community polls gave this a 1 out of 5 terrible oh, 50% of the viewers here <laughs> 50% gave this one out of five, with 25% giving it three out of five, 17% giving it a two out of five. So, yeah, I'm I'm clearly out of step, but crikey, we haven't had a show like that for a while. Like yeah. Raw had a period of time when it was getting one out of fives consistently, but now it is just getting mostly two and threes. I haven't seen an NXT one get a one like that for a while. Show was
3: rubbish, utter rubbish. <laughs> you know. Yeah, uh, we've we've reviewed the whole show. I don't really need to say too much more about it, but holy smokes, this genuinely was the title of this podcast. This was the worst of NXT, all rolled into one show.
2: let's get into the rest of your ultra chats ding 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 last chance for those support at no rustle talk.com forward slash support and then give the email address out then don't send it to that <laughs> rustle talk.com forward slash support get in your ultra chats we will read out all of them above five us dollars don't want any of your canadian or Australian. <laughs> Ryan no. dear says la knight is the heel right he's still feuding with grayson waller right after Waller's trash talk on indie wrestling as a concept, am I supposed to like him? I know it's a reflection on the 2.0 mission statement, but still. No, I think Grayson Waller is the heel. I'm pretty sure. Like when on that that the lashing out segment, he definitely felt like he was the heel because he was siding with who I presume is another heel.
3: I guess maybe I don't know. When when you think about it, they had the triple threat match last week with uh, Solo Sokoa who I think is also supposed to be a heel because he, like, jumped somebody in his debut and was kind of heelish. But was that, like, a three-way heel match? I don't know. I don't know how any of these guys work out in the heel-face dynamic. Shades of Grey. Uh, James no. Hanley, it's odd to
2: me that the poker, it's odd to me that poker was the game that was chosen to connect with the young All my <laughs> friends who are wrestling fans are also massive gaming nerds. Why not do a Smash Brothers match? I would agree <laughs> that it's easier <laughs> to follow than poker and just as pointless. <laughs> hey now, I love me some Smash Bros. Craggy. like my, I mean, I nearly failed, I nearly flunked out of school because of Super Smash Brothers Melee because my friends and I, <laughs> when you get, okay, I mean, this is, this is a terrible lesson to impart upon people. I'm not saying that any anyone should do this but when i was 18 and i was in higher education which was essentially optional uh my mm-hmm. friends and i we used to just be like i mean i've have got a free period coming up but then i should really be going to class after that or my friends just flunked out of college we could just go to his house and play super smash brothers melee and that is that's sort of what we did a lot We used to just sort <laughs> of like skip classes to go and play melee and um and drink
3: who's uh, you uh, who's your main
2: Oh, oh, oh no! So we always used to random. So oh, we would have look like, at you. So Crazy what we man. would do is we would have um, sheets of paper because it was you know I was I went to school in the past. So we would like we, there was no such thing as <laughs> there was no such thing as tablets when I was a kid. No one no one had a laptop when you were like when I was at school. So we used to have like we had like a, a ream of paper from the printer and you'd have each one of those and you'd write down every character and every character across the top and you would just cross them off as you do each character. So we would just randomize it until you have played as every single character at least once. And then Holy you would tell them who's got the most wins, who's got the most um, kills in this and the other across three-minute periods, and that person will be declared the, the overall winner for that day.
3: Holy smokes. That sounds like a long day of melee, but that sounds like that a was, good time. Okay, oh, yeah. but... You you might have done that, but but who's your main? Who, who My main was Doctor Mario.
2: Doctor Mario. Doctor Mario. That's honestly is a pretty
3: solid choice. I yeah, loved
2: playing as Doctor Mario. My friend always liked Roy because his smash attack was just like you know the massive sword of yeah. things. Like if you do that <laughs> in the game and watch stage, it's just yeah. like right up.
3: <laughs> I'm a Pikachu <laughs> man myself. Are oh, you yeah, not a Pichu? No, P- Pichu's just worse. Pikachu, it hurts itself. <laughs> It hurts itself with every move. <laughs> also, to the point of the, the ultra <laughs> chat, how about we play a different card game? Uno. Oh, you no. want to play Yu-Gi-Oh! Yeah, yeah. yeah, let's have a couple of nerds on this show play Yu-Gi-Oh! back and forth. Hey, man, I, I'd i be into it. And for the sake of uh, bringing up my uh, my Twitter namesake for a third week in a row, it's Braun Breaker, the Magical Warrior very good (laughs) (laughs) just seeing the chat
2: now because everyone's talking about what they were playing on melee although a lot of people just I haven't played a smash brothers game since melee I Mm. played a little bit of the brawl I think came after that on the Wii but I went to university Mm -hmm. by that point and I I didn't really play much of that one Um, although I kind of wish I had because Sonic was in it and Mm -hmm. like um, Metal Gear was in it like um, Solid Snake when that got announced it was rad anyway um, what did we get to? Tales P. Uh, I guess the people that care about wins and losses are the haters and busters because they're, they're trying to get rid of. I guess so. I guess so. Bacon Rasher, hi, lads. I'm one of the few people that watches NXT UK. Do you work for BC Sports? Uh, and I can now <laughs> say that it's better than NXT USA. Good young vets must be wanting to go back now. I feel sorry for Tempest doing the review earlier. LIW for, uh, for life. PS, after full gear, I had three hours sleep before I had to go to football. Eesh, man. Goodness Oof. me. I got home after full gear at 10 a.m. I was like, it took me so long. I didn't take me long to get home because my train wasn't until like 20 to nine. And I just collapsed on my bed and fell asleep for a few hours. And then my parents came over and I was like, I'm just really, really tired now. <laughs> James, let me Hanley. sleep, in, Mom. I want get Stop, sure, Mom. I'm trying to go to sleep. I'm trying to play Smash Brothers Melee. I haven't unlocked Game & Watch. <laughs> we did unlock Game & Watch. Um, see, I mean, how else are you going to do a full randomized show? Always like. Course. Level stage level stages were randomized as well. You're not allowed to pick Mm -hmm. the stage that you want. Come on now. No, of course not. Uh James Hanley, I keep mentioning this, but if WWE was making content on the level of the room in quality and unintentional laughter, then it would actually be entertaining. Although it's hilarious seeing what corporate suits thinks the kids like these days jam that jam. Mm
3: -hmm. Yeah. It's not because it's not WCW levels of of insanity. It's just bad. Yeah. It's just it's yeah. the tr- thing is is. I don't think it's bad. I think it's indifferent.
2: It's boring. It's boring. Yeah. Like I'm just like every I'm so apathetic to this stuff. And I like, get it's just like I'm just shrugging my shoulders at the end of it being like, Yeah, that's what it was. That's, like that's on, worse. And I, and I the think the opposite that of love boring.
3: is not hatred. The opposite the opposite of love is apathy.
2: And I think it is worse. Like I watch Raw, it's a three hour show. And at the end of a three hour show, I'm like, yeah. Like that's <laughs> that's not a reaction. It's not a reaction you should <laughs> no. have. Should either be like, man, that was really good. I'm so glad that was three hours. Or it should be, man, I cannot believe that show was three hours. And I hate this that, and the other. So watch th- a show for th- like the length of Lord of the Rings,
3: I'd be like, yeah, yeah, that's not. You have great. to watch Endgame every week. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, I'll hot tag to you to read out our last few. Very good. Uh, Val Mamadipudi has been a member for seven months in a row. We love our members. says, oh, wow, it was an actual poker game. They used wrestling matches to build to a poker game. NXT 2.0 is a sketch show now with a wrestling backdrop. Very much true. I don't like it. Uh, Nate S says, Luke, didn't you see the Ghostbusters already? What's your spoiler-free review? Or did I miss that on a different pod? I'm going this weekend. How many times has the baby seen the original Ghostbusters already? Uh, I have seen uh, Afterlife. I wanted to go see it on Monday, but I'll be reviewing it on the Cineworld
2: show that we do on Cineworld's channel. So uh, I'm recording that tomorrow. That'll be out on Friday. It's also available in podcast format wherever podcasts are available. Um, And I'll give you my thoughts then. Short version. Aww. thumbs up thumbs up i cried um and how many times the baby hasn't actually seen uh, the original ghostbusters <sighs> yet she hasn't seen many films because it's hard to get her to sort of settle down for that long period of time like i want mm. to say she's watched the films we have watched films and she has been in the same room yeah exactly um, so we've actually been just been watching um the universal monster classics because mm. they're an hour long so we can probably watch those uh, yeah. without the kit getting ready to kick off it took us two attempts to get through free guy though because she <laughs> was not pleased about some things so um, yeah we so and that's only like 90 minutes so we really do have to find ourselves in like
3: hour-long movies <laughs> <laughs> see what you need to do is you need a new show where it's like baby reviews and if the baby cries during a movie it's a bad movie that's just the oh, review. yeah
2: i i said this to to pete quinnell that um so the first wrestling show that my kid watched was rampage and uh-huh. the, it was uh, CM Punk versus Will Hobbs I can all, I'll can i be able to tell it was the first wrestling match She ever saw, What she was in the room for it, at the very least um, But I also watched Extreme Rules with her Because I was up really early And I, my wife was asleep so I let her watch that She was silent the entire show Like she was just there, she was, like, she'd fall asleep She'd wake up, we'd cue at each other for a little bit the, She The second The red light hits At the end of Extreme Rules And the top row broke, she burst into tears And I that think good. that is a real indictment against that show. <laughs> she was silent for
3: the whole thing. As soon as that happened, start crying. Yep, yeah. huh? smart kid. <laughs> Tales P. Tales P. says, "Is the War Games match uh, built better than the Survivor Series match?" Also, let's talk about the third hour. What do you guys think of Chucky? I don't. Actually, I haven't watched any of it, but we still haven't got it here. I'm actually yeah. I'm a
2: bit angry about this. Sky have got it, and they 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 aren't airing it yet.
3: Yeah, I mean, I don't don't know why. NXT airs on uh, Sportsnet here, so after after NXT airs, we get like I don't know, whatever we get sports. Um, uh, and if is the War Games match built better than the Survivor Series match? I mean, we had uh, about thirty seconds worth of build for War Games at the end of this, but yes, probably. Yeah,
2: I think it is actually. No, actually, no. I I think I would put money down. Yes, it is. It yeah. is better. This War Games match has thus far been built better than the Survivor <laughs> Series matches
3: this coming Sunday. Both of them. It's been a two out of five build, which is better than the one out of five build that it was for Survivor Series. Uh, <laughs> the H Train 24 says Jacket Time sounds like next indie or next kitty show like Barney or Teletubbies. Don't besmirch the name of the Teletubbies. I'll go get Poe. I can't believe Luke thinks they're the best tag team ever. I don't think I i don't think i said that i don't think i said no. they're a good tag team i said
2: they're called jacket time i
3: I'd, I'd rather watch the teletubbies than this show let's just review teletubbies instead and finally trenton brown i'm trying, says, to, get you, if I'm you trying ever... to get you to watch 2000s nitro
2: like that's my yeah. next
3: pitch for you is for you
2: and i to watch 2000s <laughs> nitro together for patreon
3: oh we'll make it happen man if we can if we can make that viable we can make some money out of it i guess and finally, Trenton Brown says, if you ever want to get back into Smash Loop, try Ultimate on the Switch. It's got Sonic, Solid Snake, and Mega Man.
2: Yeah, I mean, it, if I get it myself a Switch, you can bet your bottom dollar. But like, actually, no, it has got local multiplayer, hasn't it? Because that's the thing mm-hmm. that I miss from uh, gaming. I nearly uh, got the new Hot Wheels game because I like a racing game. And it mm-hmm. looks like it's a really fun racing game. Until so I found out it's only got two player local multiplayer. Dude, have you seen the size of my TV? Give me, like, uh, me eight-player multiplayer. On that. I used <laughs> to do, I used to do eight-player multiplayer on Street Racer on the PlayStation on mm. a 14-inch TV. Like, <laughs> like, And now I've got this massive 60-inch monstrosity in my living room. And they go like, no, you can only play it online. Why? At the size of this thing, I can get 15 people on this screen.
3: Yeah. Two-player local multiplayer? Balderdash. Well you can play ultimate and you can play with eight different people. Have a big old crazy match oh, with eight local what... multiplayer players. Bring back local multiplayer.
2: Thank you Nintendo. Not many people will say thank you Nintendo because they no. do a lot of stuff that's shady. But still, eight <laughs> like local multiplayer it's a, it's a lost art form. Oh yeah. Biff beer52.com forward slash wrestle talk get yourselves 10 speaking of local multiplayers when you have yourself a local multiplayer with 10 free <laughs> craft beers from us here at wrestle talk um click the link in the description down below or the one that's being spammed in the chat by our moderators a wonderful wonderful service literally 10 free craft beers all you gotta do is pay for that postage and packaging um 10 bits anything else you'd like to say before we get out of here
3: I'm actually in a good mood. I had a very good time reviewing this show. Yeah, it was fun, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. (laughs) No, otherwise, I'm good. I'm good. I'm probably going to go have a nap, because I was up very late doing this uh, review last night. And then after that, uh, back to more work.
2: Well, until
3: then, uh, I'm back tomorrow
2: with the AEW Dynamite review. Very excited for that. It's me and Ollie doing that. And then afterwards, it's the Survivor Series predictions. Me versus Pete for the jam that championship and Ollie versus Laurie in the race for the bottom of Wrestle League. This season of Wrestle League is coming to an end. Both Ollie and Laurie are tied at the bottom of the league. This show, Survivor Series, is going to determine who will be doing the next punishment video. Could Ollie Davis? Do a record third punishment video <laughs> in, in one year, losing three Wrestle Leagues in a row, which I don't think has ever happened before in the history of us doing this. <laughs> Might be the worst Wrestle League player in the history. So tune in for that. It's going to be a hell of a lot of fun. right are you ready for this absolutely okay let me just get that up so we don't uh lose all of this stuff so i um was working on a little something the other day Mm -hmm. um monday in fact because it's um we're coming to the end of the month which means we've got to get in our manscape sponsorships Right. And I um I, I record the Manscaped sponsorships myself. I get given sort of like the brief and stuff. And I basically just go like, here is the list of things, you know, that when he reads through and I add a bit of jokes and humor here and that and the other. And on the way home from full gear, I suddenly had this revelation of a new way to advertise Manscaped. Mm-hmm. And I thought there's one person who will appreciate it. It's Tempest the Wrestler. So here is, It debuted on yesterday's podcast. At least I'm pretty sure it did. I think Vinny put it in there, but no one messaged me about it. So I've had no one tell me that they appreciated it yet. (laughs) But here is my new advert for manscaped.com. You know it's all about your balls. Manscaped, baby. You know it's time to shave your balls. Manscaped, baby. And it goes on like that. I do a whole verse for it. <laughs> <laughs> I do indeed. The name. Performance package is the game. and mower four waterproof cordless steals the show. So I bet that's how I spent my Monday.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, as expected. I do greatly appreciate that. I thought you might. <laughs> I played it for Ollie
2: yesterday. He was like, only you could ruin one of the only good wrestling themes that we have at the moment. Like the That's a little bit gra- harsh. Like the truly great wrestling theme song. And I was like, yeah. no, I'm going to
3: talk about balls now. And now it's all <laughs> Emma will ever hear whenever we'll they hear Adam Cole make an entrance. I mean, you've got Denise Salcedo saying that she only thinks of uh, Sean Ross Sap saying butt but. when yep. it's all about the butts. <laughs> <laughs> so what's the difference, really? <laughs>
2: exactly. Shave your balls, everyone. Manscaped.com. That's actually a that's an extra little advert there for Manscaped. They haven't paid for that one. That's just me um, giving them extra content. Oh, um, yeah. so I, I actually meant to ask you, I'll ask you one now. Are you free to do the Friday show with me? Uh, yeah, sure. Why not? Cool. And which brilliant and which goes, I will ask you what your plans for the weekend are on that show. There's something we'd look forward to. <laughs> um coming up tomorrow though, myself and Mr. Davis will be doing the AEW Dynamite review. So excited for this week's episode of Dynamite. Cannot tell you how excited I am for this week's episode of Dynamite. And then following that, there will be the SummerSlam, sorry, Survivor Series. 2021 prediction stream with myself versus pete and Laurie versus ollie for the race to the bottom i really don't know what i'm going to do with the survivor series predictions because i'm so apathetic to the show i have literally no opinion on any of the matches i don't know i don't know which way they're gonna go but not for the same reasons as those full gear predictions so you can enjoy that tomorrow and then it'll be me and tempest with hopefully matt mcmuscles this week on the friday show and then tempest and pete will be reviewing smackdown on Saturday, and there'll be the survivor series show on the sunday take care everyone i love you goodbye